How did you get this job here? Easy. I've got great recommendations from doctors, psychiatrists, even clergymen. I did my time. Two years of therapy, electroshock, plus every kind of pill you ever heard of, plus an operation. I'm completely cured. <laughs> if I wasn't, they wouldn't have let me out. Do you think Don Delphine has balls the size of antelopes? Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. Hi, cousin. <laughs> Hi, cousin. What did other cousin do <laughs> while he was up here visiting you, cousin? Uh, how you doing, cousin? <laughs> awesome. Hey, how you doing, man? Not bad. How we are, you? are back. This is episode 10. Oof. Of nice. us. For us. Yes. Episode Episode 10. X. Ah, oh, I like yeah. that. If see now, if I was creative and I did a poster for this episode, I oh, would do. Yeah. I could do like a creative, like uh, Jason X type poster. I like it. You, you had me at Jason. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed Dave and I's. I think the last episode that we posted was the Delirious Pod with uh, with the great John Candy. John Candy Love yeah. Delirious. I always got to make sure people know I'm talking about the uh, the John Candy movie because Eddie Murphy did do quite a fine movie at that time. Yes, he did. Stand, uh, more stand up ish, but did you always did you like Delirious more than Raw? Or did you like Raw more? Uh, flip a coin. Yeah, they, they were very uh, close. I think he, he was, Raw was a little bit more raw. I think it was a little bit more raunchier when. Yeah, he, he knew he could take the uh, the Eddie Murphy off was talking about dropping his ice cream and Delirious yeah. and everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Yeah, so I am back up north. That's why you're not hearing Dave or Justin. I am back hanging with my cousin, staying with my cousin, living at the store, if you're not familiar. Eric, tell them about your great toy store. The Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles in beautiful southeastern Massachusetts. We have all sorts of great stuff, comic books, toys, collectibles, grail pieces, video games, everything you need. We have a, a fun environment there, and you guys couldn't have a better time if you come in. As usual, I came with a lightly packed uh, luggage, Smart so man. I could just pack it full of collectibles on the way home. I got tons of good stuff. And mostly just... found in totes because we can't get enough of it out. Yep. We have so much stuff there, it's it's silly. Yeah, the back stock. I mean, it's it's difficult when, I mean, it's hard to turn stuff down when you got good deals. Yeah, yep. Yep. absolutely. Stockpile it. I got some great Herculoids toys and awesome Dark Side toys. Uh, yep. Cool Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of other movie related stuff. All sorts of randomness. Yeah. Glorious randomness. Awesomeness. Yep. I'm going to take a whole picture on there. It's going to be great. I love it. But yeah, we're having a blast up here. And as usual, we end up talking about horror movies. And we're going to do that on this pod. We're going to talk about Sleepaway Camp Trilogy. But before that, I wanted to get to the uh, movies. I wanted to pause Movie Nook here. And let you Movie know Nook. what I've been watching uh, for the last week. Usually, I let Dave or I or I ask the guest or Dave and Justin if they've seen any movies over the last week, mm-hmm. and uh, if any of them were good. Usually, on my scale, I usually judge the movies I watched on the fantastic, very good, decent, or dog shit. Dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have not none from this last week have gone to my fantastic list, and I have a couple that made. Uh, one of them made my uh, very good list, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Do you how well do you remember Frankenhooker, man? Do you remember that well? It's so funny you say this. We were talking about this last Sunday. At the really? Yeah. It's great. Last it's- Sunday we were talking about this, and Angela's gonna she's gonna lose her shit. Yeah. 
Frankenhooker wow. was awesome. It was one wow. of those movies that I remember watching when I was younger, just looking for TNA and whatnot. Yeah. But then going back now, my God, how funny it was! It's in my watch it's list. It's so on eBay. silly. I've watched I've watched it two or three times, and I didn't love it. The super it, crack. I mean, the I super crack. I know. And that whole scene at the hotel is crazy. Yeah. The effect yeah. is wild. It's I, wild. He makes these prostitutes. If you're if you're listening to this, he he makes super crack because he's his girlfriend uh, dies and he's trying to make a break. Frankenstein kind yeah. of monster out of her. Yeah. So he's piecing her together with uh, hookers from the city, and he gives them. They accidentally take the super crack and they explode because of it. But the explosion effect in the way they break apart really looks really good. Yeah, it's it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, for sure. And f- tons of fun TNA, and it was just it was great. I remember it. Uh, I don't. I didn't remember much of it uh, from my childhood, other than a couple TNA scenes, and, and that yeah, it was all... uh, and it was campy. Yeah, because we didn't really. Uh, get how great the humor. that actress did that mouth thing when she was walking around. Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. I might have to order the Blu-ray huh. later on. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, it made my very good list. I, I was very excited about it. Now, the movie, and I had teased this a little bit with you that I was going to talk about this, and you correctly guessed, yes, on my decent list is the movie Body Slam from oh, 1986. Nice, nice. I had never seen this before. You, you said wrestlers. I, I guessed it right I away. remember the cover, yeah. but I do not remember ever seeing it before, certainly when I rewatched it. And, yep. and it stars Captain Lou Albano, Roddy Roddy Piper. Face from the A-Team. Uh, Dirk Benedict yeah. as the kind of sleazy kind of... Uh, uh, man, the promoter, the, the promoter. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it was decent. It was you know, so it good. wasn't. It was bad. fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was like something you would uh, almost see in like a a sitcom mixed with wrestlers. Yeah, and yeah. to see these guys <clears throat> kind of do this somewhat serious role was, was kind of fun. And you yep. got to see like classy Freddie Blassie made an appearance. Yep. Uh, I think a couple. I think Flair made an appearance. Was Flair in it? Really? Yeah, I think it's been they, a while uh, since I've seen it. But yeah, they introduced a couple wrestlers just at the end huh. to just get shown. I think in the movie and everything, yeah. but it was pretty good. Uh, the only one that made my dog shit list, and I was I kind of teased this with you two yesterday. I was very excited about this, but this was kind of a leap of faith one that I took that I had heard uh, in other podcasts talk about the synopsis to this movie and i went and then i ended up seeing that the movie like the disc only price on ebay was like four dollars and i was like i'll take the four dollar chance yeah just to see the movie if it's bad or not it turned out to be dog shit but it 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 might it was just very amateurish and it was called becky and it starred kevin james in the in the role of becky and uh, the oh, only yeah. dramatic role he's ever done, and he played a neo-Nazi, and it has a big SWAT sticker on the back of his head. He's got a shaved head. He's got SWAT stickers all over his body. Uh, and uh, the only thing I had heard about it is that there's a scene where he gets his eye poked out where it's kind of hanging by, like, a string, like Looney Tunes style. Yeah. And he puts his head on a... Uh, uh, a cutting board and he chops it off and then the rest of the movie is wearing like an eye patch on it it's basically home alone he ends up he thinks that this girl at this big house has a key that they don't tell you what it's to but all the nazis want it and he breaks into the house and basically he's marv and his okay. other friends are uh kind of uh 
sidekicks. The, the sidekicks yeah. and everything. And okay. this one 13-year-old girl ends up getting one over on her, and that's who Becky is and everything. Okay. It was just – it was too cheesy. It was too amateurish. And, and Kevin James, he just can't be a believable. They could have made this scary if they actually put somebody in there that you were frightened of oh, in yeah. that role. Oh, yeah. That sounds – yeah. They, they like shouldn't have, kind of big and Yeah, and they shouldn't lurky. have put him in it. Put Kane Hodder in it or something. You could yeah. get him if you wanted oh, yeah, to do yeah. that. Why he would have been happy to do it. That's cool. Uh, so I think cool. it was just miscast. I'm not sure why they did that. So it kind of it, maybe they owe him a favor. Whatever. <laughs> if you want it, Justin, I got it though for you. <laughs> Justin gets my dog shit. I hand it on to off to him. <laughs> so that's all. That's all I saw for this week. Uh, but we've got a lot to talk about with uh, sleep boot camp. So I say we get right into it. Absolutely. So you watched these all when you were young, right? Yep. For the, um, I, I watched the first one very young. Yep. And that I, was for me too. I saw the first one, which wa- not isn't always the case. I I think I watched the third one, um, second, and then the second one right after it. Interesting. I definitely watched them in succession when I watched them. Yeah. Uh, and I don't. Yeah, I I watched them when I was pretty young. I mean, young being like ten or twelve, probably. I was, I was up. It was up here. It was up in uh, Massachusetts. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was young when I saw them all. Uh, and there's there's definitely the. The way to look at these films, and I'm hopefully we're going to be very candid about what we're talking about here. We're going to talk about all the kills and all the cast and everything. So uh, watch them on Tubi. It's free on Tubi. Check them out on Tubi and then join us for the pod. It's going to be a much more enjoyable listen. Absolutely. Uh, Good stuff. So because the first one is is pretty serious. I mean, it's amateurish and stuff, and it has its moments and everything. Yep. But for the most part, it's a pretty serious horror movie. It is, and she doesn't speak a word throughout the whole movie. She had that like dead stare throughout the whole movie. She so has you... a couple lines here and there, yeah, but, but I don't the... think she even says one thing until like the thirty minute mark into the film. Probably, yeah. And and then afterwards, she might scream or just yep. say no or something. Like yeah, that. it was. I don't know. Her role was. Yeah. Anyone could have done it. Oh, for sure. For, for the for the first half. But then the for the second one, the second one, they just dug in, and it was fun, and it was campy, and it was funny. They just decided, let's go this way with this route, and it yeah. worked. Yep. So we'll get into two and three well, in a second. Well, campy was also the, the genre. And the oh, yeah. It Everything shifted. was campy. Because you're looking at uh, Sleepaway Camp was 1983, yeah. and then not until 88 did Sleepaway Camp 2 come in, yeah, and so that we, five years is a lot. And Yeah, well... So in the early 80s, you had the more serious stuff, the, yeah. uh, April Fool's Day, the Happy Birthday to Me stuff. Yep. It was after that, the 85, 86 era, that they started putting the silly stuff out. Oh, yeah. And, and they, we they were ready for they it. They definitely uh, nailed, nailed it with those two. Yeah, even like the more – I even put like uh, Night of the Demons on there, even though yep. Night of the Demons had some genuinely like – crazy horrific images and yeah. and scares in it where sleepaway camp two and three no you got to see great tna and killings but, yeah but it was but you were you there never terrified the, you were there for the fun you're not going to get terrified from two or three right. that's for sure i mean i arguably and we'll talk about the scene in in length when we get there but arguably the end of a sleepaway camp is one of the most terrifying images there, there's almost a double it's haunting it's almost a double kind of punch that they hit you yes with. yes uh and we'll talk about a, that a nice little combo yeah all at once <laughs> it's wow. really great though and it's got to be up there on like everyone's list of I, top i've got, I've got stories from this this week about this oh so. good okay we'll go into it yeah so i'm going to talk a little bit about the cast and the crew and, and some of the details it's not very big because these, especially with this first one because these guys were all amateur actors going into this mm-hmm. and then i'll tell you a little bit and, and all the trivia for all three of these are very interesting i was very interested in a lot of the trivia uh i have all the scream factory versions of these and they're all awesome okay uh they made all three of them scream Factory. i don't have any of them 
uh, to be honest. I, I found somebody one. that was selling two and three together, like without the uh, cases, and they were basically giving them away for like six bucks, and I jumped really? on it so fast I couldn't wait. I thought you loved cases. Uh, yeah, I like. I do like cases. I just <laughs> no, don't like I know. to take it over. A thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the cast, Felicia Rose, she played Angela, and uh, she was obviously the main girl. She went on to be a horror queen, man. Yep. And, and One of the scream queens. You, you might not realize it. So she's done, I did a count here when I did her lookup. She did has done over 90 horror flicks. No kidding. And wow. 22 flicks between 20, 2020 and 2022. So in two years, she did 22 of them. Wow. So she's been working. Uh, like now, it. two of them that most people, would, a lot of them you wouldn't know. Obviously, they're yep. very indie. But the two a lot of people would know or most horror fans would know is Victor Crowley and mm-hmm. Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize she was in Terrifier 2. I didn't either. I haven't I, I've seen it yet. Seen I've it. seen the first one. Yeah. I, I thought the first one was decent. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. But two has some uh, um, word about it, so I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it definitely has. I think they, uh, from <clears> what I hear, they go to the extreme. Yeah. And Terrifier 1 went to the extreme already uh so it should be interesting mm-hmm. i do like those guys they seem like they're doing good work anyone that's making yep. indie horror films i'm rooting uh, for yeah, yeah yeah no doubt so jonathan tierston who kind of played her love interest in here uh he ended up doing 17 horror flicks from uh 2023 to 2022 so i'm wondering if these guys just went back to the genre hmm. after being away from it for so long uh some of these people the person who played judy was karen fields this is her only feature film uh, Christopher Collette, uh, he had done Manhattan Project, but he is a Pokemon voice actor who has done 644 episodes. No kidding. So he's a major Pokemon guy. Wow. Uh, now, Mike Kellen, he was kind of the old guy that played Mel. He was the okay. uh, the kind of gruff yep. uh, guy that ran the camp. He had done a bunch of stuff. He was in the Boston Strangler, uh, Freebie and the Bean. Have you heard of Freebie and the Bean? No. From the 70s? It's a, it's a buddy cop movie with... James Kahn and Alan Arkin. And I just bought it because everyone says it's awesome, but I had never heard of it either. No, me neither. It's such a weird huh. name, Freebie and the Bean. <laughs> uh, he was also in uh, Midnight Express, a jazz, jazz singer, and then Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp is his last one because he died like two weeks after the movie ended. No kidding. Crazy. That's wow. part of my trivia here, but I'll tell you right now since we're talking about him. Huh. It's crazy. He did not uh, get to see the movie uh, completed at all. Huh. So the director, usually I spend time talking about the writer, director, cinematographer, and the composer. Well, this is the only thing all three of them have ever done. Mm-hmm. It's the same writer, director, uh, which is Robert uh, Hilzik. He he was the writer and director. Benjamin Davis was the cinematographer, and Edward Billos was the composer. But this is the only thing they did. So, mm-hmm. so some details about this. November eighteenth, nineteen eighty three, was the release date. Filming locations was all in New York. The budget three hundred and fifty thousand hmm. dollars, and the gross eleven million. That's pretty That's impressive. That's very impressive. Of a three hundred fifty thousand wow. budget. That's why number two and three got greenlit for sure. Yeah. So some of the random trivia here before I uh, we go on to the kind of feature itself. Uh, this yeah, I just mentioned this was Mike Kellen's la- uh, final film. Uh, so Jonathan Tiersten, who was given the role of Rick- Ricky after an unusual audition, which the writer and director uh, asked him to curse him out on hmm. an audition. I've heard a bunch of auditions with people making people do weird shit. So okay, that's kind of uh, interesting. Though. Trying to see how diverse. Or- uh, so the director actually went to camp at the camp that was used in the movie. Oh, really? So, which is very interesting. It'd be like us going back to Memorial Park to film like a horror movie. That would be weird. Uh, That'd be cool, cool, though. Uh, Felisa Rose was only 13 during filming. 
crazy, yeah, right? She looked young. Yep. And she was paid $5,000 for her performance. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. Uh, and when uh, when casting the role of Angela, the director would have all the actresses stare wide-eyed straight ahead and eat a candy bar. And that's how he auditioned them all. Okay. That's crazy. Wow. She did do that in the film, too, yeah. which is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Huh. It works. Uh, what else is on here? The climactic scene. So maybe I should uh, uh, wait until this uh, trivia is announced. But uh, no, this doesn't reveal anything. So the climactic scene was filmed using a thin man wearing a mask cast yep. for Felisa Rose's face. Yep, and the man was a college student. He needed to get drunk before the film yep. was uh, done. And from what I had heard, it was uh, he was recommended by his mother for the role. Really? They heard what they needed for the role and his mother says you could my son would be interested in doing that and then she convinced her uh, son to do it. Wow. So, that's interesting. So, I, I happened to when we talk about all these movies, I wrote down the body count of each. So, there was 13 deaths in the first one. Okay. Now, I, I have I, all the I kills. Slower. I have all the kills written here and basically these these stories are all about the kills. Uh the first one is all about the kills and the ending. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, the, but the story is is the the story is pretty simple. It's non-existent. I mean, it's obviously it's well the the role of we see a, there is a prelude to the movie where there is. where a father is killed and there's two kids that watch their father killed in a boating mm-hmm. accident. Yep. And then we kind of jump forward and we and we're following uh, the the girl in that scenario, Angela through her hard time in summer camp. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a bad version of meatballs. <laughs> it's yes, if Bill yes. Murray wasn't there to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's very, I know it takes place in like 83, but there is major 70 vibes yep. in, in this movie, man. Yeah. The, the way the dudes were acting around these kids, the, the way oh, everything yeah. was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Older guys were creepy in the late seventies and early eighties. And they were awkward around children yeah. or they just didn't give a shit that they were children. Yeah, it's probably uh, everything. Yeah. It, it was all that because, uh, uh there was some, that. like the yeah. old guy, uh, basically had like, uh, was, in a relationship with a girl that was probably not of age, and he was like sixty-five at least. And then the the cook and the cook, uh, yeah, the cook was creepy as hell. Yeah, and well, he tried to take advantage of the. Yeah, that's Angela. right. He tried to uh, to was it uh, Angela that he yeah. did that too? Yeah. yeah. See, just another thing to piss Angela off. Yeah. Uh, so it was that normal kind of type of stuff in there, but then. Almost like your normal slasher film, someone starts killing people, and mm-hmm. all we're seeing is hands doing it. Yeah, some great kills though, you know. And I, I give them credit for a bunch of them. So I have some of them here, and I can I can just list off some of the kills here. Yeah. Uh, so we're in we're dealing with the uh, the opening uh, boating accident that yep. happens at the very beginning. Yep. Uh, we have the kid in the canoe. Remember, he's killed, and then yep. the guy finds him the next morning. The cook being burned. Now, this yeah. was a great one, too, because yeah. you got to see them do some, like, bladder effects and everything. It, it was just, slow oh, and kind of, yeah, yeah, drawn out. And he had to just kind of basically sell it himself. Yeah. Uh, the girl stabbed in the shower, uh, by, yep. through the shower curtain was uh, was cool. <laughs> bees that, on, that was probably the most graphic one. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Uh, the the bees, bees on the toilet. Yep, in the stall. The, there was one of these kills that was, wow. It, it was one of those, you didn't see anything, but oh my God. You, you knew what was going on. You saw the shadow starting. Like, and that was see, it. It's so memorable that yep. I didn't even have to say what it is, and Eric knows what I'm talking about. Yep. It's the curling iron penetration scene. In the hoochie hoochie. Oh, it, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, crazy. Not, it's not pleasant. I've never used a curl, curling iron, but I can. I have an imagination. <laughs> <sighs> 
they show a whole shitload of kids slaughtering their sleeping bags at one yep. point yep. Uh, because she just goes wild on them. Uh, that Mel guy gets the uh, the arrow through the throat. Through the throat, yeah. And then there's the final decapitation. So let's talk about this final decapitation okay. in this, this movie. This got everyone when we were kids. Uh, yeah. We did not know this was happening. Even the, the, it, it would even be shocking today if you did it because you yeah. wouldn't see it coming. No, not at all. Um, that, that that scene is definitely a disturbing scene from my my youth. Yeah. So and they're all they're looking for the kids. Yeah. And they're they're screaming for them and looking for them and. Angela, Angela, and they get down to the beach, and of course it's the night time. It's night time. It's time. It's you don't have a clue what's going on. You just see this this silhouette basically, and singing. You're like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hand that one off. <laughs> so Angela, uh, so they get down to the edge of the beach, and when they look at her, Angela has. Well, they see the head roll. She had yep. decapitated the guy, the kid that she liked, the yep. only kid that really is nice to her. Yep. She decapitated him. His head rolls, rolls on the ground the in front of them. She's got a huge butcher knife in her hand, and she's got and this look on her face. That the look that, is that, that's the what look you see bothers right me away. more than the the other shot. The first thing you see is the the, the look in her eyes. She has she's her mouth staring straight up open. in the air with her mouth wide open, like uh, like she just saw uh, a human being come back from the grave. The, it's a look you like of shock. It reminds me of like snakes that open their mouth when All they're the about to strike. Yeah, just, when oh they, wow, when that's it's a good fully one. opened. Yeah, yeah, and the eyes are almost cockeyed to the side, looking at them. And yeah. then we look down. They pan. Did they? It was a pan down, right? Uh, no, I think. Or they is showed it just it all a pull out or something? I think like they showed that? it all. Once. Oh, they just showed it all at once. We realize, and they show. And this is 1983. They show a full penis shot. Yeah, and uh, you realize. You realize, holy shit! This. Was Angela was actually the boy from the beginning from yeah. the uh, boating accident. They even gave us a little uh, jump uh, back to show the adopted uh, fathers. Aunt. It was oh, was it? Who well, was, it was it? the fathers? Because they were uh, the father got killed was with his boyfriend, and they did this whole gay thing that you didn't see coming. Oh, I'm talking about the mom when she said, "I will dress you up." Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the aunt yeah. says, "I'm going to okay, dress yeah, you up yeah. because I already have a boy, right? And I need right. a girl." But then they showed the the gay scene too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you didn't see that coming. You're like. Oh, what is this? That's odd. <laughs> and and they really not only do they hold on that uh, on that rictus grin that she has on it, the credits roll over it. Yeah, and it, it, it you can going. see it. it. It's right up there it's with not, that exorcist face. It's man. not it, the best noise going either. It, it is. It's right up there with the exorcist. Yeah, face. it really is. It's one of the most memorable shots in all of horror. If you're, I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you're you're a fan of all genres. But uh, if you're a horror fan, you you do not want to miss. Uh, at least that end shot. Google end shot <laughs> sleepaway camp, and it will give you nightmares. So she was wearing a mask, though. And huh. It was well on. The, I'm telling you, that's why that rictus got me even more so. Because in the wide shot, it was a mask, but when it was close up, it was Angela just kind of or Felicia doing that shot. Yeah. It's funny when she's at the cons, everyone wants them to do that. I saw her to do, do, it. do that look. Going up in Worcester. Yeah. Did you see her do the look right because, next to me? <laughs> because that's what she does in oh. all her photos. Yeah. I wish I got a picture of it. Or yeah, you probably it. should have. It would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. I hear she's a riot. I and she is. Very she seemed enjoyable. It. I've seen her two shows, but I never really. Yeah, stupid. Yep. I I love those. I love that the. I, I don't want to pay pay someone. I don't know for fifty dollars. I know that's that's with me too. I almost feel bad for them that they have a to bit, ask yeah. us for it. Yeah. It should all be done beforehand. Uh, pre-bought tickets. I, yeah, I agree. I, and it's done right at the table in like an yeah. uncomfortable yeah, take, way take where, they're, where they're opening like lunch boxes and putting the money in it and you're handing it fanny to people. Fanny packs. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Here's my fanny pack. 
this 1985? <laughs> yeah, it's very crazy. All right, so let's go on to number two. I love number two. I'm talking about there is a shift here, a major shift. But by the way, number two is the one I had not seen all the whole way through. Oh, and it is fun, man. I, it is. These movies are just let campy. Me, I, I don't know if we said fun. this. I, we actually binged these this week. I told you that yesterday. Yes. So me and Angela watched all these movies within the last uh, 10 days or so. And we, I think we watched two and three in the same day, the same like twenty four hour stretch. That's awesome. Because I, I, I had to revisit them, and uh, I'm like, all right, I want to at least bring something to the pod. And it was, it was a good time. Revisit. Yeah, and I mean, she, these she, were, she had, had never seen been, them. like she had never seen them, right? No, she never seen any of this stuff. So wow. I'm getting that 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 so to speak virgin uh, yeah. eye watching these movies. And and you I, hadn't I, seen them since the '80s, probably or early I, '90s. I, I've seen one. Probably a little bit more recently, yeah. but the three was the last one I watched. Yeah, and that, that was a long time. Horror ago. movies that you want that we would wow. rent at the video yeah. store. I, pr- I appreciate it much more. If, if we don't talk the cover, Justin will be angry because Justin is one of his favorite covers because it, it has got that camper that wasn't even in the movie. It was just yeah. a model that was used the in the photo. Yeah. But the backpack yeah. had Jason's mask yeah. and Freddy's, Freddy's clothes on yeah. it, and it was yeah. awesome. And yep. we get to see. Uh, well, no, not in, it is this one. We get to see them, right? Yeah. What do you yeah, mean? they are in this. We get to see Jason's mask and Freddy's claws yeah, on two of the campers. On, yeah, and then she wins. Technically, up, yeah. we get to see them killed. At one of them, we get to see him killed as Jason. Yeah, that's <laughs> so very true. It's, it's interesting. So let's before we get into the whole uh, the whole plot of this, let's talk about the cast because they definitely recast it, and uh, the main girl is awesome in it. She's so perfect for this role, and it's yep. uh, for you. People don't know, and even the people that were in the movie with her didn't know. And I'll tell you in the trivia that a lot of those people didn't know who she was really? until it was revealed to her, like while they were in the middle of filming. Okay, she, uh, her name is Pamela Springsteen, and that last name might sound familiar because her brother is Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and the not boss. only do we have Bruce Springsteen's uh, sister in this movie. Uh, this movie, the second star in the movie, is Renee Estevez, and that's right. That's uh, I've heard that name. That's Charlie Sheen and uh, and Emilio Estevez's uh, sister. So, which means Martin Sheen's daughter. Yeah, Martin Sheen's daughter. I would say Crazy. that's the math. And Ramon Estevez, you don't get him much. The only thing I ever saw the other brother Ramon Estevez in yep. is uh, Cadence. Do you remember Cadence? I don't because I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, you don't remember? Uh, you never saw it, huh? The one no. with Lawrence Fishburne, where they were all in prison and they had to, they were uh, singing like the, the songs when they were uh, in prison. Yeah, it was a like late '90s movie. I loved it. Uh, so yeah, other than uh, than this, Pamela Springfield uh, Springsteen uh, did like Rick, Rick Springfield. Yeah, Rick Springfield. That's the other movie. Uh, is uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? She played a uh, kind of just one of the random students in it. Okay. And same with My Science Project, random student, and yep. she was in uh, Fast Food. And I asked you the other day, you don't remember that, huh? The Jim Fast Varney. Uh, oh no, I didn't. I didn't like his humor really. Uh, it was a weird movie. It was huh. a weird movie. Same director as this, so I'll talk I, about it. I'm going to watch parts of it when I was Yeah, it was just... a weird kind of... Uh, it kind of actually reminded me of uh, Hamburger, the movie, without the nudity, so why the hell you want it? Oh, That no, makes no sense. Uh, we both just ordered Hamburger, We the did movie, just. We had a discussion about Hamburger, the movie, and we both ordered it at the same we, time. We're old pervs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate 13-year-old Paul watching uh, Hamburger, the movie, back in the day and being like, and what's would, going on with like, my body? That would have been 15-year-old Eric, so, <laughs> yep, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, so, also in this movie, and uh, like I said, Renee Estevez, she had done a bunch of different stuff. Uh, oh, no, Renee Estevez, yeah, she was the uh she was in Growing Pains. 
She was okay. in Heather's single white female. She did 44 episodes of The West Wing, and she was in Lethal Weapon. She played a hooker in Lethal, Lethal Weapon, the not the one who jumped out the window. That's uh, that's else. Woody's girlfriend. Wow. Uh, but another hooker on the street, I guess, is weird enough, played by Renee Estevez. Well, there was three or four of them in the, in the background of that scene. Yep. They were all yeah, females, yeah. so it was probably one of them. Uh, Valerie Hartman is my favorite person from this movie, <laughs> and she has never done anything else, and some of the funniest stuff on the trivia is about her. Uh, she was a riot in this. She was the King TNA girl in the movie. That's why she was hired, and she had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about her. Uh, some other people in the movie, Brian Patrick Clark, uh, he played TC. He had done a bunch of TV, Eight is Enough, uh, a couple soaps. Uh, Walter Godel. Now, me and Eric definitely know this guy, the guy who played Uncle John in this movie. Very big James oh, yes. Bond guy. Yep. Now, he had been, he was in From Russia with Love, Spy Who Loved Me, mm. Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, Octopussy, View to a Kill, and A Living Daylights. He played like... Uh, most, he, most of my favorite Most of them. Yeah. I, I think a couple of me played a Russian agent, but yeah. then in the other ones, I think he played an actual like CIA guy. They or used MI6. a lot of those, not a lot of those cast, but yeah. a, a good amount of those cast members. So he was in a bunch of those. He had he had also done like the African Queen and Guns of Navarone. He was in uh, Boys from Brazil, which I really loved. Uh, and the only other person I got on here is Susan Marie Snyder. She played Marie. She was in uh, Ruthless People and a bunch of various soaps. I love Ruthless People. Ah, uh, oh, Ruthless so People fun. is a great movie. Yep. One of my favorites. I'm surprised how many people I uh, talk to that have not seen that either. Really? Yeah. It, seems, oh, it was a so staple back in the 80s. Yeah, it was us. so good. It was on HBO all the time. Oh, so good. We weren't allowed to watch uh, it until a certain age. Till we, oh, that, no. That, that age no. is when we decided to sneak it out on our of own. Of course. They're worse uh mistake was to let us know which movies we weren't allowed to see yeah because then they face. were on our list yeah okay you going to sleep okay yeah. i'm gonna sneak down I, especially when they would pull that you absolutely can't watch porkies oh really mm, okay watch me <laughs> but as soon as you see hamburger you don't need porkies uh, anymore private school uh <laughs> uh so michael a simpson was the director now he went and did do you remember the movie funland i bet you remember the vhs cover if you Googled uh, Funland, it's got the Joker on it. It looks like a Joker yeah, clown okay. carrying right. a machine gun. And yeah. it was a big VHS cover that I remember seeing at Video Junction all the time. But I don't think I ever actually rented it. Uh, but it looked, from the cover, it looked awesome. What's What's uh, the other one? Uh, there's, there's another one resonating in my head. The, the one that had some weird stuff about it. I can't remember, but that's one I'm... I'm Going back to it. I can't remember Funland. Funland. Oh, you're thinking of the Toby Hooper one? What is it? Uh, shit. No, I don't know. Fun House. Yep. Yeah, Fun Thank House. You. That was a great one, too, though. But didn't, like, weird shit happen? On the, on the front cover? No, in the, uh, with the people in the movie. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, well, it had that guy with that had the, like, uh, disformed face, like yeah. the elephant man and everything. Yeah. And they just snagged all the different people. Remember the, uh, the asshole, or not the... The funny, irritated mailman from uh, from Funny Farm was the carnival barker and his dad. Funny Farm. You never seen Funny Farm either? No, I'm sorry. That but do you remember him from? Uh, do you remember the uh, the barker from uh, uh, Funhouse? That's who he was. Okay, yeah, he was right. awesome. Hey, man, he's alone. He's I can't believe you haven't seen Funny Farm. Even funny, at the I, house. I started to watch Funny Farm one day. Wow. He just didn't. Chevy didn't do it for me for whatever reason. It is an off kilter one, but it, it wasn't his normal humor for me. Yeah. So I, I shut it off pretty early and never. Going re- back, you might like it. Though. I, I own it. I had, yeah. 
a thousand, but yeah, a thousand DVDs. It might be one to go back and check out again. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, so the same director, and, and this is why we won't have to really repeat this when we talk about the third one, because most of the crew on number uh, two was the film, or was the crew on number three. They did this in like the Lord of the Rings style. Within a year, they did these. Yeah, I actually have the actual dates. The film shot from uh, so this film shot back to back with its uh sequel this film shot from september 20th uh 1987 to october 9th so they did this fucker in like three and a half weeks dude and then the sequel filmed from october 12th to october 31st yeah they filmed like each of these for over three weeks wow uh so six weeks total crazy and they didn't release them until 88 yep yep 88 for the first one and 89 for the second one yep they were within a year and she in all honesty i was saying to, to angela that she looked, um, Angela's character looked old, that much older in the second one. Uh, they did one, that one, weird wig one. thing. That's probably why. Is that what it was? Yeah. They, okay. She had that kind of strange hair in that one. So that probably is what did it. All right. It. Uh, so yeah, the Michael A. Simpson was the director. Michael Hitchcock was the writer. And I, I was amazed that Michael Hitchcock was a writer. He actually wrote under the name of Fritz Gordon. Now, Eric wasn't as familiar with, uh, I know Justin will know this guy uh, from uh he was in Best in Show. He was the one that was with Parker Posey and the Weiner Rhymer dog, and he was super funny. And he has done a whole bunch of different movies, uh, Bridesmaid, Super 8, The Mighty Wind. He's a Christopher Guest actor. But I guess he did. He wrote under a pen name when he was younger, so he wrote this. It was interesting. Hmm. So the uh, the cinematographer and and the composer, they were they were both sleepaway camp, and that's all they had done. So they that's how they kept the money, I think, really low, low. the budget. Because the budget on this, uh, that's my next kind of thing is the details. It was filmed in Georgia. $14.87. Where the first one was New York, these next two were both in Georgia. They were more woodsy anyway. Yeah, it definitely looked like Georgia. I mean, upstate New York, I guess, looks a lot like that other uh Yeah, but camp. Georgia's been getting filmed for years. Oh, man, Georgia's a huge. Georgia's like the second Hollywood now, too. It's it's crazy. Uh, and the budget was uh, $465,000 on this. And the worldwide gross, this was probably a straight-to-video type sitch because uh-huh. they're only listing the domestic video sales as 314000 Oh, they lost money? Uh, well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they did, but uh, it gained a cult following later. And yep. this was an HBO staple for sure. So, uh, like I said, Pamela Henderson uh, – Pamela Henderson. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Much oh. better movie if it was. No, she couldn't. No, wouldn't. She couldn't have handled it. She sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's not listening, so I'm not sorry. Oh, I thought she was a fan. Uh, so Pamela Springsteen did not tell anyone she was Bruce Springsteen's sister, and several found out about it years later. So not no even kidding. on the set. Wow. Years later. That's crazy. That's funny. That's a woman that just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, you don't. doesn't matter who my brother is. So uh, Felisa Rose was asked to return and did a reading, but did not uh, quite click with the comedic one-liners. And it, 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 it would have been sense. a movie. It, it would have been It, it would not have been, been a movie at all. No. Uh, Pamela Springsteen really got the humor with this. And that's, it really, as, without as we, her, these movies would not have worked as well. I, I agree. As me and Angel watching these, yeah. she goes, this is a direct shift. I said, exactly. Yep. They, they had to. And we, as she's watching, she's like, I don't like her. Oh, she but, didn't like Pamela and, not, uh, Springsteen? Or <laughs> I think I'm going to do it all pod. <laughs> I just got to call her Angela. It's Angela? Uh, no, she, she didn't really like her. At first. Yeah. And then I think it wore on it. You kind of get to she's her, She's over the top, and she says, she's, she's having a good time with it. She's really she's, having she's a having good time She's having a really good time with it. 
it, you have to watch it to see. But she, while she's killing some people, she is she's nailing singing. these one-liners. She is singing it, and she's... Yeah, it, I'll tell you awesome. right now what I've named the episode, because people listening have seen the name of the episode. The name oh. of the episode is Howdy Partner, because I love, <laughs> I love that final line yeah. for this movie. Yeah. Her delivery and everything. Yeah. Every time she smiles, it just makes me laugh. And she smiles all through the movie. She yeah. has a great time with it. She does. The dimples uh, open up, and you're like, yeah, okay. Here is a trivia that'll blow your mind. Yeah. This movie is Chris Jericho's favorite slasher film of all time. The second one? Uh, yep. Awesome. Sleepaway Camp 2. I love Unhappy that, Campers. Yep. Uh, it, Chris that, Jericho is the man, by yep. the way. Uh, Valerie Hartman, who who is I mentioned is the uh, the girl who does a lot of the TNA, and she's quite funny herself. She really gets that role, and uh, so she was very comfortable, according to the trivia I read, uh, with doing her nude scenes, uh, and quite proud of them. Apparently, she said the director, uh, oh, oh, not not during rowdy. my nude scene talk. That's dude. rowdy. He does not like uh, the TNA. <laughs> very offended. So uh, she said the director had wanted her to be fully nude, but she only agreed to be topless at the time. After watching the dailies, though, she admitted she wished she had gone fully nude or at least shown her ass. She was very happy with how she looked, and I agree with her. She looked fabulous. Uh, Confidence is a great thing. Well, yeah. Confidence is a great Uh, thing. Since most of the cast were 16 or 17, the Georgia Department of Labor had reps on the set the entire time, making sure those actors weren't involved in any of the nude scenes. No kidding. Good. Very clever. Yeah. So, and this is the part of the pod I've said I was going to mention this. This is going to be fun here. So, this next trivia. Uh, Valerie Hartman made number 16 in the top 20 gratuitous nude scenes of the 1980s. Really? I think that was hilarious that she made number 16. Wow. So, I looked up the top 20 list of gratuitous nude scenes in the 80s, and I'm going to list them to us now. Oh, I know one. (laughs) I know one. You can almost guess them all. They are what you think, like ones that you think. And if you want to guess, you can go ahead and guess some. It has to be Mischief. Mischief's on here. Yeah, okay. It has to be on there. All right. That that helped the young Eric. If you can think of one while I'm listening, you can go. Uh, That's probably all I got. All right. So number twenty, Hot Dog the Movie. Okay. uh, Number nineteen, Trading Places. I agree with. Oh yeah. Oh yes, Jimmy. Uh, Number eighteen, Saturn Three. I've never seen. I've never heard of it. Yep. Nineteen eighty, Saturn's Three. Nineteen eighty. It's weird they gave this one, but this is number seventeen. Oh boy. I could have thought of better ones than this, but you'll know what what scene it is. Is nineteen eighty five's Weird Science. The piano player. Really? Her yeah. Bu- well, yeah. She- the piano player is, Sorry, is that's crazy. Right. Yep. Uh, she flies out of the uh, chimney. Yep. The reason why is because you didn't see any nudity. I think everyone expected to see nudity. I think you did. I think it was like side boob, though. Yeah. It was like side oh, boob. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Because it pulled her shirt. It pulled her dress completely Oh, up. that's right. It pulled yeah. it, and as she's going across the floor, you saw it, I think. So, like we said, number 16 is uh, Sleepaway Camp 2 okay. uh, for Valerie Hartman. 15? Uh, number 15 is, uh, cat people. Cat people did have a lot of nudity on it. Huh. Do you remember cat people with uh, Malcolm McDowell? Yeah. Number 14, obviously fast times at Ridgemont high. Oh, Phoebe. And, and they're actually showing the picture of, uh, of what's her name? Jennifer Jason Lee. She was just as nude. It better not be. Uh, this next one, better I, not be. this next one, I completely agree. No, they mean Phoebe, but I think it's know. all around. Oh, okay. Is, by yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're doing it by scene. I don't know. It should be by scene. It'd be Phoebe. Uh, but number actually, Phoebe should be lower on this list if that's the she case. Know, yeah, she should two, be number two one. or one. Uh, number thirteen is Life Force. Completely agree with that. Uh, that woman was naked through the whole movie. Yep, <laughs> and r- looked fantastic too. Return to Horror High. 
that not only do they mention it's that scene in the uh, in the locker room with that girl, but they also mention and show Marsha Brady grabbing her boob. Wow. Marsha Brady played the cop in that. She looked fabulous crazy. too. Uh, number eleven, mischief. Uh, like you had guessed. Yeah. Number ten, Galaxy of Terror. You know I own Galaxy of Terror and I haven't watched it. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's a Corman movie. It's okay. uh, it's supposed oh, to be good. Okay. Huh. Number nineteen, Sixteen Candles. I completely project. agree with that. Sixteen uh, Candles. They played that scene. Remember when they saw her uh, in the shower, the girl that Jake really liked. Oh yeah, yeah. That I watched it on Channel Thirty Eight growing up, and they forgot to take the nudity out. Really, it, it, it blew my eight year old mind. Loved it. <laughs> she, was not, she wasn't that great. Oh, she was in the shower. In that, really? in that scene in the shower, yeah, she looked huh. pretty good. Number eight, Return of the Living Dead. Also agree with that. Yep. That cemetery scene yep. with Theona Quigley. And I don't even think she's attractive. It's just the scene. Now, this is another one I've never heard of. Number seven, Joysticks from 1983. Do you remember that? No. I don't remember it either. But it's two girls playing video games topless. I was say video game. Is what really? They say. Really? Yeah. Great synopsis. Number six, Stripes. John Larroquette checking out the girls. Okay, the uh, shower scene, yeah. Yep. Porky's, number five. Yeah, we are getting yep. down to the nitty-gritty of the two. Number four, private school. Yeah. Uh, yep, that yep. girl uh, not what I thought, riding but, the horse. Yep, not what I thought, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, Phoebe Cates didn't get nude in that. She only showed her ass. Darn. At the very end. Oh, you got another movie for that. Number three, Reanimator. I guess I can agree with okay. that. Uh, number two, I, I totally forgot about this, but this is absolutely on the list. Uh, just one of the guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, it's okay. She's got tits. And number one... Screwballs, nineteen eighty three. I've never seen that. I've never seen it, but I have heard that that it huh. that it is okay. got tons of TNA. So I may have to look. Wow, that one there's up. like five that I've never. Heard I of. think that one's like not even available on DVD. I think that's one of the ones I have to get that girl who does the mod okay. video, DVDs for me. So yeah, so that was our little uh, sidetrack on there. Interesting. Uh, also, going into the trivia, the sex scene between Allie and Rob. It was the sex scene in the woods. Yeah, uh, we I, we commented that looks so painful. Yeah. Like neither <laughs> yeah. one of them knew what the hell they were doing, which I understand, but it just looked... Well, like, the, apparently the kid under wasn't even uh, there other than the close-ups. It says uh, Valerie Hartman actually had to do the scene with an extra during her shots, showing her... While she was nude, That was she did the scene with an extra, uh, since the actor uh, playing uh, Rob was only a minor during the film. No, Talking about the luckiest wow. extra job in the world. Hey, would you like to step in during this scene right it's here? It's just a dry-humping scene. Yeah. You'll be fine. It's no big deal. Uh, body count. First one movie we said was 13. This body count is 19. Yep. All these right. kills are fucking fun, man. Yep. So we'll go through these kills because it's basically, the, that's all you need to know about is the kill and kill and how that ends. Yep. And her humor. <laughs> and her, her humor. Her because her, and, well, her humor gets carried in with all these kills. Oh sure. yeah. Yep. Uh, it opens with her hitting that person with a log and cutting her tongue, cutting the tongue out. Yeah. And the barbecuing sisters. I didn't my, see that coming when I was first. This is what happens when you tell lies. Is that what she said? Or talk yeah, about, yeah. I just, think it's. Oh my god! I think she's she really gives a one-liner on every one too. Yeah, and yeah. She she's so good at it. She's great at it. Uh, the barbecued sisters. Oh my who, god! Who do drugs? Yeah, Was like it stone that, and smoking drink weed or something? Yeah, stone and drinking the whole time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just love that and she kills sex. one first. Yeah. And then the other one wakes, wakes up, up and she's on the dead. barbecue, yeah. and her sister is sitting across from her, already fried to yeah. a crisp. She's like dousing her with gasoline, I believe. And and Allison, I'm telling you, because in the first one, you didn't see Allison do shit. I mean, first of all, she's 13. Yeah. Uh, and you just saw little hands doing shit. And by the time we get to two, now it's on this comical kind of uh, vibe and everything. And she's got a one-liner for each of them. And she's in every scene just smiling yep. and strutting around, like peacocking around, like no one can hurt her. She is She is just happy. Uh, so a- after- Angela, by the way, you said Allison. Allison, sorry. It's okay. 
I get all the, my names wrong today. <laughs> <laughs> I do every other day. You can edit me. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> I can't do any of that shit. So she, there was a, a killing in the car when she uh, <laughs> took out the drill and went after that girl. Oh, I know. She was going to drive away from camp. Now we've got the two. She, she had to look away at one point because the blood was spraying on her. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got the two counselors, uh, two of the, uh, or... They weren't counselors, I guess. Uh, were they counselors? The uh, the ones that had the Jason and the Freddy mask. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Sorry, I'm chasing a puppy. Yeah. So we got to see a Freddy Gulf and a Jason mask, which is cool. They I were mean, trying to scare it. They were supposed to be in the woods that night, yep. and um, one was supposed to wear the, the Freddy mask, and the other one was going to wear the um, the Jason mask with the you know Freddy had the claws, and they were like. He ended up losing the, the Freddy glove. He dropped on the ground, and he's like a foot and a half away from the ground looking for it, and he couldn't find it yeah. anywhere. It was the stupidest thing. And they were uh, they were just looking for it, and then all of a sudden, he uh, he sees the, the glove. It slits his throat. Yep. And then uh, Jason's killed by a chainsaw. Now, yep. one of the most memorable scenes in the movie is poor old Valerie Harbin, what a waste, is stuffed into the outhouse yeah. with all the slugs leeches. and shit and leeches. Yeah. And every time she got up, she had more leeches and she was gurgling on it. Uh, Angela basically drowns her, yeah. in, her in a in an outhouse full of shit. Yeah. Uh, and she kept, her head kept coming up more gnarly each time. It was And you could just hear bad. the gurgle. It was gross. I love the- she kept hitting it, her with a stick while she was down there. I love her little, like, uh, hut- Full, yeah. of, full of her kill, yep. kind of. That's how kind of like that uh, the house that Jack built. I was telling you about it that uh, the Lars Warren Trier's movie oh, that yeah, yeah. Matt Dillon did. Yeah. He had kind of like a uh, freezer that he kept all, and he just hung out there like how uh, Angela hangs out in her little hut. <laughs> it's kind of like a Jason thing, you know. Yeah, it is kind of interesting like that. So we get to see some acid in the face. We get to see some decapitations, yep. and, uh, and then yeah, the end, man. So it basically, comes down to this one girl that she's semi friendly with. Yep. But if we've learned anything from Angela, I mean, she cut the head off of her her the one guy she liked in the first one, and this one, the one girl that she gets along with, uh, Renee uh, Estevez, is kind of the last girl around mm-hmm. left. And well, she's a, kind of the good girl too. She's the good girl, and she yeah. just flees for her life, well, that's, right? That's Didn't another she get thing. Away? What, that's another thing with Angela. She likes good girls, and she yep. wants you all to be good girls, and yep. showing you boobs and, and everything. And she's yeah. surrounded by girls who are just just uh, the opposite, just uh, like flaunting their, flaunting their bodies or talking yeah. about shit they shouldn't be or doing drugs. And she's she's kind of like uh, if uh, Jiminy Cricket was a serial killer yep. Yep. in a way. <laughs> she's the uh, the moral majority, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, nothing, anything will get you killed out of the ordinary. She almost justifies however she's killing you with a weird way. Because yeah. even with, uh, I mean, what what did she give a reason to kill uh, the Estevez girl? Did she even give one? I don't think so. I think she just chased her around and she thought she got away. Yeah. Which was, this is how the movie uh, the movie ends. And this is one of my favorite, uh, and it goes into that great uh uh, clip and I, at the end of this episode I'll end it with her saying this because it's so funny is uh, she thinks she gets away <laughs> and she runs up to this uh, this pickup, pickup truck, truck that is driving up to her that we've already seen what happened to the driver yep killed the driver yeah. she was just being annoying yeah oh she was super annoying <laughs> that was one that we agreed with yeah come on just come get, on get Angela her, kill her take, take care of her already. I mean you root for Angela during most of these I mean yeah. it's not like you're not yeah. she's, she's she's very likable and lovable and uh, aside from the killing yeah I guess from the killing <laughs> barbecued those poor sisters oh yeah <laughs> they just wanted to get high lots <laughs> but uh 
So when she pulls the car over, Angela had already killed the driver of the pickup truck and put it put her hat, her cowboy hat on, <laughs> and she's driving, and the girl is so frightened, and she runs up to the uh, to the door, and Angela sticks her head out of the car and just says, "Howdy, partner," <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. It's yeah. just the credits roll, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "That's so great." <laughs> Uh, then we got Sleepaway Camp Three. Absolutely, <laughs> and Sleepaway Camp Three was great. You know, it, it had a they added a whole different element to it that made it so much better. Uh, with the the campers that were involved with it, they, they were like from crime. They had some from crime ridden families. Yeah. They had some from and, like a, and from rich families. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of intermixed the rich kids and the uh, the poor kids together, and it led to fun stuff. So, like I said, most of these, other than the actors in some of the trivia, the the uh, the crew was exactly the same. So Pamela uh, Springsteen also was the same. But we did add some r- really good actors. Uh, S- Springfield. So this, uh, no, it's not Springfield. <laughs> it's not. I'm trying to, <laughs> get, trying to get to work. Trying to, pick up again. trying to get that poor bastard sister work. <laughs> uh, we may have been drinking a little. Uh, so Sleepaway Camp Frank. 3 is the tagline on it, or the subtitle it is uh, Teenage Wasteland. Like I said, came out in '89, but uh, Tracy Griffith. They said, "Hey, we've already we're casting everyone's famous sister. Why don't we find another celebrity sister that we can put did, in it?" Did she do one movie besides this? Uh, Tracy Griffith, First yeah. Power. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Well, no, she had done. Uh, uh, she was also in Fear City, just as like a random stripper what is with it? her sister. Fear, Fear City. City is the one with. Melanie Griffith with Tom oh, Berenger. So nepotism. And, uh, okay, it doesn't count. Yeah, and so, she was also in Crazy in Alabama, which is also with her sister. Yeah. She was in The Fast Food, which was the movie that the Sleepaway Camp guy did, and then First Power. Yeah. So basically, this and First Power. I saw the First only Power in the movie theater. Awesome movie. Yeah, me you, and Justin you, did. If you want to hear me and Justin talk about it, we did yeah. it like five pods ago. Absolutely. Watch this movie. Yeah. So good. First Power is great, man. Yep. Uh, Michael J. Pollard, who I've always loved. I've, I think I first watched him in Bonnie and Clyde, but usually when I try to get people to know who he was, usually I'd say Scrooged yeah. or House of a Thousand Corpses Tango and Cash. or Tango and Cash. Those yeah. are all big ones. He's the one that made the uh, the cool cars and stuff in Tango and Cash. He's this a weird guy. This truck will drive through a brick wall. Yeah. If you yeah. Google Michael J. Pollard, you'll see his picture and you'll know he, immediately he's, he's who it is. He's the bum and Scrooge that uh, froze death in the um, the, the, yep. the um, yep. gutters. In the uh, he was in I Come in Peace also. He was in Dick Tracy, yep. uh, Split Second, uh, The Arrival. He was in American Gothic too, which I, I, I love. American I like, Gothic. I don't like Dick Tracy. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Dick Tracy's fun, man. American Gothic I bought before the last time you came up. I just haven't watched it yet. I, oh, man, you'll love it. check it out. It's fun, yeah. man. It's it a really, really fun one. I watched it once, I think, when I when we had pay-per-view when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, that's how I watched it on pay-per-view. I don't, I don't remember much about it. Uh, so the other cast, not many things they di- uh, did. Mark Oliver, who played Tony, he was in Scream 2. He played, like, Reporter Number 6. He was also in We Are Marshall. Reporter Number 6, are you serious? Yeah, is that your favorite guy? Uh, no, you must be me. thinking of Reporter Number 5. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Haynes Brook, who played Bobby, uh, he was in Fry Green Tomatoes and Contact. Uh, Sandra Dorsey, who played Lily, she was in Grizzly, the old. She was, so she was uh, like Michael J. Pollard's wife in this, I think. Okay. She was in Grizzly, Norma Ray. She was in the Three Stooges movie. Oh, the, the big woman. Yeah, yeah, she was in the Three Stooges movie. I, I bet she was one of the nuns. Okay. Yeah, I yep. bet she was one of the nuns. Okay. She was also in Dumber Dumber 2. Uh, now, Kim Wall played Cindy. She was in Dukes of Hazard, Glory Road, The Mist, American Reunion. And then finally, Arab uh, was in this, and Arab was in Night of the Demons. Who now, did? you'll remember her from Night of the Demons, too. She's the one who had sex with her boyfriend in the coffin, the Asian girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And 
she was great in this too. So it's cool that she got. I I must be awesome looking back on the day and realizing that you're part of several different famous horror franchises. Right. I feel that way with uh, like the kid who played Tommy Jarvis in Number Six of Fred. Of, oh uh, in yeah, being yeah. In the Return yeah, of the Living Dead. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were great. And he Did, was in one and two. He played like, it was like a different role he played oh, in that's number right. two. Yeah. I just recently saw number two. I think I've only seen it once before. I've, I've seen that first one so many times. Yeah. And, and, and when someone says something, I, I instantly go to that one, but they're yeah. talking about the second one. I'm like, oh, no, I can't go there. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I even know the second one well enough that I would be able to identify specific scenes. No, I might have to watch it two or three more times before yeah. I get it, but... Uh, I, did, I just got that one on DVD. So this was, like I said, also filmed in Georgia. The budget was just slightly lower, uh, $450,000, and the gross is completely unknown. So they, oh, really? if, if they made money, they would have let us know. So you can tell <laughs> that they did not. So Sad. once again, I guess uh, this uh, Kyle Holman, who played Snowball, he was the one with the white hand mm-hmm. that uh, was spray paint and everything. Yep, yep. Uh, he said that People Magazine sh- uh, sent reporters to the set to interview Pamela Springsteen. And they ended up asking him a few questions. One being, does your uh, does her brother affect the way Pamela works? And uh, Holzman responded with, who's her brother? So she re- <laughs> the reporter laughed thinking it was a joke. Right. So I thought that was great. No kidding. Uh, wow, that's good. So uh, Tracy Griffith actually auditioned for the role of Angela, uh, but thought she was a little too cute for the role. Yeah, she wouldn't have been. She would have been completely no, wrong no. for this. She was fine in that role. She did. Yep, exactly. Uh, Haynes Brook starred at. The, I don't know who Haynes Brook was in this movie. Who's Haynes Brook? Uh, the one who uh, played Bobby was Haynes Brook. But I thought it was interesting that he starred as the son in the Jimmy Dean breakfast commercials. Oh, I know who it so is. It was the brother. It's it the was skinny guy player. that was no, the skinny guy that was uh, tied to the uh, pole oh, and ripped okay. apart. All right. He was. Remember those old commercials? Uh, it wasn't that old actually. I think they were like two thousands. Yeah. Where. They, he played a son in the Jimmy Dean commercials, and he would give people go up to him and give him Jimmy Dean bowls. I, I remember that because in the morning, yeah. and he just looked like a big son. Yeah, that's who the guy was in this movie who got ripped apart on the. Uh, on yeah, the, on he, the bowl. Looked, he looked like he was special needs. Uh, he was tall and skinny. And yeah. He was one of the rich guys. He was the, yeah, the he was the just super jacket. happy to be there. The Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he wasn't. A, he was like a dork. He but was, he had a. I'm telling you, he, he had, did have he a had like one of those, jacket. Yeah, something like a Letterman jacket on. Yeah, he was awesome in this man. Yeah, and. I guess he's the son no of Jimmy Dean. <laughs> I remember that. I 100% remember that. So, yeah, I didn't realize it until I read it, and I was like, I do he, remember that. There was an episode with him and his wife. Uh, a, a commercial with him and his wife. Oh, that's interesting. I don't remember yeah. that one. Uh, so most of the characters in the film are named after characters from the Brady Bunch and the Munsters, apparently. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. I right. didn't realize it neither until you were looking, when you're looking back at the cast and you see Marsha, Herman, Bobby, Lily... Oh my god! It's crazy, right? I never would have picked yeah. put that together. No, that that's the type of thing that has to be pointed out to you. I didn't know yeah. either. So uh, most of the sixteen and seventeen year actor, actors were once again disappointed during the filming of the noon scenes because the reps on the set would remove them from the shooting uh, would begin, but they were apparently able to uh, to watch the dailies later on. And oh really? See all the actresses. Oh, Jesus, so that's got to be kind of crazy. Wow. Uh, the orig- the film was originally given an X rating by the MPAA. Uh, once th- one of the representatives called the director to tell them that the woman who screened the film became physically ill after she watched l- the lawnmower scene death, which is kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's one of the best deaths in the uh, in the movie, so I can see why they kind of were pissed about it. Yeah, but not get that uh, overacted about an it. An X rating. I mean, back then, X rating yeah. must have been like pretty extreme too. 
Oh yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, well, Terrifier, I think, are not rated. I think that's how. Oh they, really? I think that's how they're getting away with their, oh, with okay. their shit because huh. they went crazy on that. Uh, the body count in this was sixteen, which brings our total of forty-eight deaths in the franchise. Oh, God, cool. that's a lot. Three. So the at the beginning of this, so Angela. Last time we saw her was she was just the uh, howdy partner, yeah. and and now she's uh, she's at the very beginning with that garage. Uh, she's the part gar- of the she's the, part of the uh, group going in for the reality show. However, they wanted to, it basically it felt like a reality show. Yeah, it like, it did feel like it, but I guess it technically wasn't. I guess it no, because they didn't have cameras. Yeah, but, but uh, there was a garbage truck at the beginning, and somebody was going to it to the camp. Yep, and then uh, oh, she was terrible too. Yeah, she sounded like an idiot. And she's <laughs> She stripped and looked like a boy. Yeah. And it, was, it was, yeah. Angela grabbed her outfit and just took her place and yeah. then was becoming one of the... Uh, After she ran over with the dump truck. Yeah. Dump truck scene. Yeah. So some of the other deaths that were notable in this, the snorting of the Drano. Oh, God. The, that the was news crazy. anchor. Yep. Uh, the firecracker in the nose. Yep. Great uh, shot of the face all fucked up afterwards. Yeah, I like yeah. That. I agree. The flagpole drop. That was great. That racist girl <laughs> that got oh, dropped from the yeah, flagpole. On her head. A uh, couple hard and uh, end uh, bombs thrown around this movie, man. You, you realize these when you go back and watch these eighties yep. movies. Uh, they were trying not to uh, let these uh, rich kids and the poor kids get along. Uh, like I said, the lawnmower scene, uh, the kid tied to the tree, who is obviously, obviously the raisin brand guy. Uh, the tent spike that was a cool scene, which oh, he yeah. actually just pounded it right in. Yep. And you could tell that they were doing some of these scenes on the cheap, but it was all about watching how she was going to do it in her one-liners once again. Exactly. Uh, also, we didn't mention there was a cop on on the uh, in the group. Oh, that's them. right. One of the uh, one of uh, the uh, advisors or what? No, yeah, one of the uh, chaperones. Chaperones. I guess thank it would you. be. Yeah, yeah. Was a cop whose daughter was son. killed. Son was killed by Angela. Yeah. And didn't know what one. he didn't know what Angela looked like though. The son. The son had his head cut off in the previous one. He was the love interest of um, uh, Tracy Griffith there. Yeah. Yep, 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 yeah, and it's crazy that she, he only knew his uh, description. She had dark hair. She was like five eight or something like that. And, and he had just just arrested her. <laughs> was he on the scene? Is that what it said? Well, no, he he was on the scene of it. I think. Oh, really? Did they have I, him in the second one at all? I don't think no, I ever they, saw him. They didn't show him at all. But they, I think they said he was on the scene of the set of the. Um, you know the the. the she killing. would have been gone though. It's just weird that no one would have had a picture of her that she right. would have been able to identify. Anything. But. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were going with. Yeah, and she, then, and So then she they, revealed himself to him at some point in the movie, though. Yeah, but they have a face-to-face a couple times then. He yeah. just, you know, it's like, don't know who that is. She so looks close. like the ideal person, though. Yeah. You would never actually think that she did anything. Uh, so eventually, Angela got stabbed in the stomach yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And then they had the big end sequence with the ambulance, which was, once again, awesome. Yeah. Where they were like, I love that the two ambulance drivers were arguing over if they should let her live or not. They yeah. were like, look what she's done. Let her die. Yeah. Kill her. And then while she's while they're talking about it, she grabs one of the hypodermic needles and stabs one of them in the chest and the other one in the eye. And uh, another great one-liner. Not quite as good as Howdy Partner because of how it was <laughs> delivered. But the uh, ambulance driver screams what's going on back there and, she, <laughs> and she's like just taking care of business 
I would have taken five more of these movies. Yeah, I would. Uh, if she was, well, if she was, she was doing it, she was doing it. I don't yeah. think she did anything. She became like a photographer. Oh, and really? She, she actually uh, took pictures for a lot of her brother's covers, like okay. album covers. She huh. took the pictures for him. So I think. Did she, she do cons? Uh, oh, she should, man. She should totally. She would kill yeah. it at yeah. cons. Yeah, I but doubt I'm, she does. I don't, I'm not I, sure she, how much uh, interview she's doing. She probably about doesn't this, have. Or... She doesn't have to. So why bother? Because no. you know, there's a lot of creepy. Weird, oh, but weird she was houses. awesome in this movie, man. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love these movies, man. I agree. I'm glad we gave them a revisit and some love. So good. Up. Thank you, Tubi, once again for fucking putting this type of stuff on your network. I'm telling yep. you, when you cruise there, there are movies that I am surprised it's that are there that such I never a deep thought. Dive. I never thought they would be. It's, Anywhere. It's, it's unbelievable. There's some good stuff in there I forgot about. Uh, yeah. A lot if of you're into TV. 80s horror yep. and 80s TNA comedy obscure yep. movies, they got them all, man. I mean, yep. not all of them, but they got there's, a good There's chunk. a lot there you forgot about. Yeah. And for a, sure. a lot of the canon films are all on there. Canon is just so, so great. Yeah. And I think they have a deal with them. I don't think those canon movies move from there because other movies coming off come off that network i've seen that yeah i've seen them like drop quick too like me and dave had a couple episodes set to do and then the the it dropped off before we got the chance to do it we had to change it so i can't re- i can't remember what they were but they were good ones uh hmm. but check out sleepaway camp guys they're fun. You will, you're, they're fun if you're into 80s horror camp and tna and not and not and- bothered by uh a crappy script. Uh, yeah, you know, just it, it's an indie film. If yeah, you don't mind the it, indie film. It's, as the script should go, if yep. it has like nothing to it. You but could it's, tell it's these guys had fun doing it, and yep. uh, and they they worked on it cheap, so I was thrilled. Exactly, with me too. Love them. So we got some good ones coming up. Me and Justin are going to be doing one, so me and Dave. I'm not sure what we're going on. We're trying to uh, decide within like a week or so before we do them in case Tubi decides to uh, to pull the movie. We don't want to kind of research it and watch it and then uh, set it up and ready to go until we know it's, everyone gets a chance to see it. So hopefully everyone's watching all these movies because you just got a lot of kills listed. <laughs> or it's a better way if you want the uh, – we're kind of the uh, – uh, what is that? The cliff notes of, uh, of horror movies here. We can give you the, uh, the highlights. Yeah. Uh, easily so check them out but we if you want to get a hold of us you can check us out on our Facebook page we can check out the pictures and the uh, episodes that are currently running or you can shoot us an email fascinatedfilms at gmail.com or you could uh, leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms SoundCloud and iTunes and we'd really appreciate it so until next time hold when on, I come up second. here let's get really let's quick. give a good quick plug here we go I just hit the it. Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles Facebook us Check us out. You will not be disappointed. He's got a YouTube page also. I do. I try to do it every day. It's not as easy. It doesn't always load right, so sometimes it does take a day or two. But this shop is amazing. If you're born in the 70s, 80s, 90s, if you like cool shit, where it's at. Watch watch the videos. You'll know just by watching like two or three videos, you'll get the feel of what kind of stuff they have there, what kind of uh, vibe they're they're putting off. It's great. We're, me and also we'll tease them. Me and uh, Eric are hoping to do kind of a a cool YouTube kind of little mini show dealing with collecting and collectibles, and we show off kind of the rare oddities that are coming in the shop or that I'm buying at home, and uh, bringing that to you on like a video kind of. Uh, uh, realm so we'll let you know we'll we'll keep you updated on awesome plan in the works yep and i can't wait to come up here and do uh this is our 10th episode together we didn't mention it but if you go mm-hmm. back uh uh and you can check out which episodes me and eric did together and we'll always talk in horror and uh i'll be back here in november we're gonna be talking horror absolutely number 11 all right till then see ya later oh, shit,